The following shear has been presented by Rav Shmuel ben Yaman Honigwax, Dayan at the Beis Havad, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For halachic wills and estates, or other in Yana Yerusha, please call the center at 1-888-485-VAAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. Kedushin Asman Vav. The Gemara discusses a case where a person sells a... I'm mean, sorry, a person buys for the money of Meister Shani. And the Gemara says that um, a person cannot do that. If a person does it, he has to make sure that he takes other money and uses other money to buy food in Yerushalayim and eats the Bektushas Meister Shani. The Rishonim understand that the, this idea of Yoichal Kenegdon means that the person is being mechalal, the money that's in the hands of the Loikeach, on the money that he's going to use to buy the food in Yerushalayim, and therefore, although when he bought the Avid Obey um, uh, with money of Maeser Shani, that did not work to be Mechal the Maeser Shani, so the Ketusha's Maeser Shani still is on the money of the Loikeach. Nevertheless, the Allah is that, uh, no, and because of that, because the Ketusha's Maeser Shani is still on the money that is now in the hands of the Moicher, and we can't find the Moicher, so therefore, the Allah is the Loikeach. The, 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 has to make sure that, that this money is not used incorrectly and therefore he has to make sure to be mechal the money on the on a, a different money and he's going to use that money in Yerushalayim. Now there's an argument in the Rishayim how this works. We know that the Allah is, we learned a few blad ago If a person steals money from somebody else and uh, and and uh, he, uh, he wants to makdash uh, it. He can't be makdash it, and and also the owner of the money can't be makdash it. Why? The ganav cannot be makdash it because ain't shaloi does not belong to him. The the nignav, the person from whom it was stolen, can't be makdash it. Why? Because ain't bershusai. Since the the ganav stole it, the the and and he's not willing to give it back. Therefore, it's ain't bershusai and. Yeah, the, 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 the person to whom the money belongs can't be Makdashit because he lost his bilus to a certain extent. He doesn't, his bilus is not complete and it's not good enough. His bilus is not strong enough to be able to be Makdashit. Now, um, the Tyson and the Ritva have a big machloikis about what about in our situation? A person gave money to somebody else thinking that he was buying Ebed Ubehemet from Mois Meiser Shani. Now really, like our Gemara says, this mecher is not chal, because the mecher would never in a million years want to, uh, to, to sell his Ebed Obey Metmeah and to receive money that has Kedusha's Meiser Shani that he now has to bring to Yerushalayim. So the mecher is really not chal. And really, the mecher would have to give the money back to the Lekeach. But nevertheless, the, the, so now, the question is, what the, the Gemara seems to be saying that the Lekeach can nevertheless transfer the Kedusha of the money that's in the hands of the Moicher to, to, to money that's in his hand. Now the Gemara Baba Kama teaches us that just like a person can't be Makdash something that was stolen, so too a person cannot be Mechal something that was stolen. If somebody steals Meiser Shani from me, I can't transfer the Kedusha of that Meiser Shani to money that's in my property because the Meiser Shani is not under my control. And I lost my bias in the Meiser Shani to the extent that not only can I not be... Create a kedusha on the item that was stolen. I also cannot take off the kedusha of Meiser Shani from the item that was stolen from me and transfer it to money. So, the the the, the 
Tysus and the Ritva argue about whether that's comparable to whether the situation of money that was stolen from me is comparable to a situation where I gave money to somebody in order to buy something and the mecher, unbeknownst to the mecher, is not chal. We have a Gemara in Boabasra that says that if a person the, the, the Rishonim understand from the Gemara Boabasra that if I would give a pekodin to somebody, let's say I give something to somebody to watch for me as a custodian, the Allah is that the owner of the item could be maktish that item. Because since the custodian is ready to give the item back at any time, so Yad Shemer Ki Yad Bailam. And therefore, the custodian's hand is like the owner's hand, and therefore, it's not considered that the item left the property of the owner of the item to the extent that he cannot um, create, uh, uh, sanctify this item and be maktish it, or take off the Kedusha of Maeser Sheni and be Mechalar onto money. That is by a custodian. What about in a situation where you gave money to somebody to buy something and the mecher is not chal? Is that comparable to a situation of a shoimer? Or is that con- uh, comparable to a situation of a gazlum? On the one hand, one can compare it to a gazlum because uh, the, the, just, uh, just like a gazlum doesn't intend to give back the money, so too in this case the, the moicher, the person who sold the item who thinks at this point that the mecher was chal he thinks that the mecher took place so too the, uh, he, 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 at this point he would refuse to return the money until you teach him and explain to him that the mecher was not chal he would never give back the money so at this point until you explain to him that he's obligated to give back the money since he's not ready to give back the money we would say l'chaira according to, according to some Rishayim that the owner of the money cannot be Makdashit, and so too he cannot be Mechalit. And there, uh, if, if, they, if we take that position, so we have to explain that our Gemara is going according to the opinion that you could be Makdashit, that even something that was stolen from you, you could be Makdash. However, the, the, however, the other Rishayim say that that, uh, that uh, in other words, uh, the first opinion is the opinion of Tysus who holds that, that it's going according to the opinion that uh, a person could be mocked or something that was stolen. However, the Ritva argues and says that uh, in, in this situation, it's different than uh, an item that was stolen from you because an item that was stolen from you, the Goslin, under no circumstances, is willing to give it back. However, in this case, since the person would give it back if he knew the Allah, that the Allah says that he has to give it back because the Mecha was not Chal, then he would certainly not stop, uh, stop, stop you from getting it back, and therefore it is considered Bershusai, and, and the Allah would be that the hektish is chal and the chilul is chal and everything is good. This question is very, very relevant in the following situation. It, it may, it won't, I should, I should amend that to say it, it, it could, have been, could have been thought to be relevant in the following situation, but it's not relevant. What if, what if, what's the halacha? Uh, you know, the, well, actually, there, there are situations where it is relevant. The, the case where it's relevant is, let's say a person, um, he sells chametz in a way that the, there's, it's a mekachtos. It's a mekachtos. There's a mum in the chametz, and he sells it before Pesach. So what does a person do when Pesach comes? We know that, uh, that we, we, before Pesach, everybody tries to sell any chametz that they can't get rid of, they try to sell. But what about if I sold chametz to somebody, and it turns out, and, and it may turn out in the future that the chametz, has a mum, there's something wrong with the chametz, and the buyer will want to return the chametz to the seller, what will be the halacha? Will the seller be able to sell that chametz to a guy before Pesach or not? If we say that you can sell something that is ain't a bershusai, then the halacha would be... I'm sorry, if you can sell something... If a mekah tos is like a pekadon, like the opinion of the ritva, 
then if a person sells chametz before Pesach, even if later on the buyer finds that there's a mum in the chametz, so the Gaiish buyer, let's say, returns the chametz to the seller, he finds there's something significantly wrong with the chametz, he doesn't want the chametz, he returns it to the seller, so the sale is voided retroactively, and the chametz really belong to the Jew on Erev Pesach. Nevertheless, the Jew has an eight says. The Jew can go ahead, any business owner that sells chametz can go ahead, and be, before Pesach, you, write a, you, you, make, you, you sell the chametz to a guy, you go to the rub, you sell the chametz to a guy, and now, even if the first guy didn't buy it, the second guy bought it. However, if we take the opinion of Tysus, the seller will not be able to sell that chametz. That would be a serious problem. Another case where this does not apply, although one could have thought it applies, is a case where a person gives chametz to a store on consignment. Now, what is that if you give chametz to a store on consignment, the way the, 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 the agreement negotiated between the seller and the store is that the seller cannot back out and ask for the chametz back before it's sold. The seller has a certain, the, 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 the store has a certain amount of time to try to sell the chametz for the seller. So, what will be our luck? Let's say you give uh, chametz to ShopRite to sell in consignment. Would you then be able to go to, to, go to the Rav before, before Pesach and sell that chametz? Because that chametz really belongs to the, the, the owner of the chametz. It doesn't belong to ShopRite. So, Mukhari, you'd have to sell it. But the argument could be made that since ShopRite doesn't have to give you back the chametz, even if you ask them for it, maybe it's similar to the case of Gzela. But the truth is that there's another choice and in the Sivas that both seem to say that a person has the ability to sell something they gave to a store on consignment. Why? Because by, when, a, when a person gives something to a store on consignment, the agreement is that the, the, the owner of the chametz gets a certain, percent, a certain part of the, of, the, of the markup, and the store itself, ShopRite, will get a certain part of the markup. Now, in, in, in such a situation in halacha is, is it, it generally when, when you give something to somebody to sell for you and you split the profits, that situation in halacha is considered an iska. The iska, the halacha is, it's palga milva and palga pekad. Half of the iska, the half of the iska, uh, the, the half of the iska that the profit of it accrues to the owner of the iska is considered a pekadon. It's considered that you're giving it to, to shliach to sell for you. And the half of the iska, the profit of which accrues to the recipient of the iska, is considered a milva, it's considered a loan. Now, the Ketzeis and the Sivas both say, in Simon Simon Vav, that not only can the giver of the iska sell the part of the iska that's a pekotin, he can also sell the part of the iska that's a milva. They go into whole arichas of why that's true. But regardless, there's no question, and the Ketzeisen, both the Ketzeisen and the Sivas agree, that an iska is something that the, give, that the person who gave the iska, the noisina iska, the mashkia, can sell at any time that he wants to to the third party, even though we know that you cannot get back the iska, like the uh, Shulchan Aruch says in Simon Kofayin Zayin in Yeridea. So in that way, it's certainly similar to giving it to a store on consignment where you cannot take the item back from the store until a certain agreed-upon time. Nevertheless, the Ketzeisen and the Sivas both say that the giver of the iska can sell the iska. Why is that? Didn't we just learn that something that's stolen from you and you can't sell it, you can't, uh, and, you, and, and you can't get it back from the from the gazlin, You certainly have no right to sell it. Nevertheless, the halacha is that iska is different. Why? Because the reason why you can't get back your part of the iska 
is not because the recipient of the iska stole it from you. The reason is because just like two shutzim, anytime you have two shutzim, two people go into partnership, they, they both agree that the partnership is going to exist until a certain time, and neither person can take his, his share out of the partnership before that time. But nevertheless, everybody knows that, 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 you can, that, that each of the partners can sell his portion of the partnership to another party. It says that each, each of the partners could sell his share. And the reason is, because all, the, the, the only thing stopping me from, from getting out of the partnership is the Sheba that I created upon myself. We both, we, it's both of our benefit to make sure that this item remains in the partnership in order that we should be able to make more money from it. But it's not like somebody stole it from me against my will and, and, and is stopping me from getting it back. I want my item to be bound up in this partnership so that the other person should be stuck in the partnership and that way we can both try to make money. So that kind of situation would not make it any Bershusay and therefore something given to the store on consignment certainly can be sold before Pesach. However, something that is sold before Pesach and there's a, turns out that there's a mum, that may present the problem of comments on Pesach that you would not be able to sell with the rest of your chum. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.